Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 119, 1 Kings 16 and 17. God's nation worships worthless idols. Day 119. I think I've told this story before, but it's worthy of repeating. When I was a boy, 7 to 10 years old, I remember helping my father at this two-week-long horse show in Shelbyville, Tennessee. I would take medicine and messages to clients. This is from Dr. Jackson. He'll be here in 20 minutes to take care of your horse. One day a man said, You're Dr. Jackson's son. Yes, sir. Please tell him thank you. Ask if he can come by barn 34 later this evening, please. I have another horse I would like to have looked at. Yes, sir. I'll give him the message. This helped me in life because it taught me whose child I was as well as I had a part of the family business in life. Somehow Israel's people have forgotten whose they are. They're God's people, and this is God's nation. You are God's child. The division of the kingdom left the nation open to ungodly leaders. Jeroboam opens the door wide. His son Nadab and then Basha, son of Ahijah, all following Jeroboam's ways, following worthless idols, it says. Chapter 16 opens with the word of God to the prophet Jehu concerning Basha. Verse 2 and part of 3. You have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel sin, provoking me to anger in their sin. Behold, I will consume Basha and his house. Here is the principle I want you to see. The nation is God's. The people are God's own possession. Basha, like Jeroboam, have had led them to sin, and God will judge sin. He will do anything he has to for his children. In 1 Kings, this battle for the heart and soul of a nation is taking place. Watch how many times it speaks of their worthless idols, of doing evil in the eyes of the Lord, and yes, sometimes it even says, more evil in the eyes of the Lord. This nation is progressively going in the direction of the ungodly. And God's solution is to raise up people to speak for God. The prophets and the leaders, Jehu, Elijah, and even Obadiah tomorrow, and a widow, are key and instrumental. Watch for the prompt obedience of the godly and the brazen activity of the ungodly. They persecute the godly. They defy God's standard for living. They even claim that God's servants are the real problem. Sound familiar? Standing for God is the best way, even if it's not easy. In chapter 17, God feeds Elijah, and then it says in verse 7, Later the brook dried up. How do you think that made him feel? He's been serving God and the brook dries up? Then he goes to live with a widow, and he eats supernatural bread like manna from heaven. Every day God provides, and then her son dies? How would that make you feel? He prays, and we have the first resurrection from the dead in the Bible. 
You think God is growing Elijah's faith? I do. Let's pray. Lord, grow my faith like Elijah's, even if it means I must deny myself and carry my cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Reading God's Word gives hope, so read on. I'm enjoying this.